So, how about that? Daddy's coming to get you. I thought he was gone. The cave-in. You thought he done died? <laughs> Kid, this just isn't your night, is it? But how could he have survived? How could he have escaped? You don't sound as happy as you should be. You're going home. Just do whatever I say. Everything is going to be just fine. Yes, uh, boss. No, no problem. Sturgis! Find stuff to burn. We're gonna have a bonfire. Sure thing, boss. What do you think, witch? You want to have a bonfire? <sighs> <laughs> Look, girl. If you don't want to end up in that fire, you better start talking. Now, where's the goblin keeping his gold? The biker boss needn't have bothered asking Trixie. Soon, he'd be able to ask Gorgon himself, who at that very moment approached the old schoolhouse in a minivan full of allies. Welcome back, friends, to the terrible misadventures of Trixie and Gorgon. It's nearly over. We're almost done. So the turnoff is just up there. And can you tell me the plan one more time? We use goblin as bait. Can you please stop calling me the goblin or bait? Gorgon, are you okay with this? I don't have much choice, do I? I figure there's a portal there. If I can grab Trixie and get back to the underworld before the sun rises, everything will be fine. Nobody turns to stone. We have to get below. Yes, we all have to get below. And you will open the portal, Lamia? I know the magic to open the portal, but it requires immense power. But you can do it, right? Yes. So you get your son back and everyone gets to go home. First, we kill the biker boss. Right. No, no. We go to the police. Go to the to police. To the police. Right. After we get your son and you go to the underworld, we go to the police. Look, you guys that- Shh. You're here. Just stay hidden in case anything happens. Corgan. No matter what happens, it was awesome to meet you, and you're not strange. You're the coolest goblin I've ever met. You too, Sam. You too. Look alive, goblin. We have to move. Welcome to the party, y'all. Valkyl knelt with his hands bound behind him at the feet of the biker boss. Father! Valkyl! Trixie! Uh, uh, uh. One wrong move, and both the kid and the witch get it. See, I'm the boss here. That there is my deputy, Sturgis. 
And we both got itchy trigger fingers. So let's all be smart, shall we? Just give me my son. You can have the goblin. Now hold on. Who is this beautiful creature hiding in the shadows? Come on out, sweetie. I'm not going to bite. It's not yet. <laughs> oh, and with a baby. Lamia, go back to the minivan. Lamia? We just want to pass through. Let us go to the portal. We are not your concern. Wait, you're from the underworld too? So this is the demon baby. I don't know. Seems like a regular little ankle biter. Gucci goo, my little baby. What? What is that? Kill it! silver, iron, nor blessed by a priest, and so Lamia would recover quickly. Goblins, on the other hand, are not impervious to regular bullets as demons are. So as the evil biker turned his vile firearm on the goblin and pulled the trigger again, Gorgon braced for the assuredly fatal impact. But incredibly, time slowed until the bullet froze in the air, spinning, just touching the tip of Gorgon's green Spiritus nostri tuentur tempore opportuno. Trixie? Spiritus nostri tuentur tempore opportuno. Aca nubis poenas malorum. Spiritus nostri tuentur tempore opportuno. Aca nubis poenas malorum. The ghosts of a thousand ancestors swirled faster and faster as Trixie chanted her spell. Her first spell, in fact, calling on all of the power of witches' past to her aid on that Halloween night. Trixie used the magic of generations of witches to quite literally turn back time. As the ghosts swirled, screaming around and around the group, the bullet reversed course and was flung back into the gun it was fired from. Broomsticks are good for more than riding. Uh. I got you, Trixie. I'm... I'm so tired. You did it. You cast a spell. Let me help you. You have to get her to the underworld. She's used up too much of her magic at once. And, and you? I will survive. And the baby. We are both well. Thank the gods, my love. What? Gorgon. Sunrise. Father? I'm coming, son. Come, let us leave this place. Wait, Father, my sword. No. I was hoping we could talk about that. He took it from me, but it's right here. Lamia, look out! Valkyrie, no! As lightning crashed overhead, Valkyrie moved too quickly for the wounded group to anticipate, and suddenly young Valkyrie held his sword to the throat of Lamia, still in her human form, with the sleeping baby Jin in her arms. 
Everyone stay back! Inlaid with iron and silver, right, Father? Blessed by a priest! What do you think, demon? Think this will do the trick? Consider your next actions well. I am, demon. Believe me, I am. Is anyone else? Is anyone else here considering their actions? What is the matter with you? She's a demon, Father! A demon! Son. She's... she's... She's cast some sort of spell on you! She's controlling you! She's a demon, Father! We kill them! We kill evil underworldlings, including witches and goblins! That's what we do! It doesn't have to be what you do, though, does it? What? Look, I'm a goblin, and I'm supposed to love gold. But really, I love baking. And this is Trixie. She's a witch, even though she can't cast spells. Except now she has, but... Either way, you don't need to worry about what it is you're supposed to be, and just be you. Even if you are different, just be the best you possible. And you can always change, if you want. Just be you. Why do I need to listen to you? You're just an evil underworldling. Son, please put the sword down. What are you doing? What about mother? Your mother has been gone a long time. What I have with Lamia is different. Different? You, you love this thing? I love her. And I think if you'll just give her a chance, you'll find out. How can you love her? And what about me? Do you even love me? Son, I will always love you. Please, I beg you, put the sword down. To Valkyl, taking his sword away from the demoness Lamia's neck felt like freeing himself of a great burden. It felt like unshackling himself from a history steeped in violence. He stepped away from Lamia and onto a new path. A path uncertain, but no longer paved in blood. But from the shadows emerged the Viper Boss once more. Visibly wounded, but very much still alive and very much still dangerous. Well, ain't this just free bacon day at the Waffle House? Father and son, reunited. I'm just so happy I could. I could just kill somebody. In the silence that followed the evil biker's gunshot, reality slowly set in for everyone assembled. Volsung had protected the demoness Lamia and their baby with his own body. Even as he fell to the ground, the biker boss raised his gun to fire again when the baby, awoken by the sound, took matters upon himself. This is a time, dear listener, where audio does not do our tale justice. To truly broadcast the strength of that terrible sound would be to submit you to the worst of tortures. Sound waves so explosive that they could burst one's eardrums from the briefest of exposures. All assembled covered their ears to protect themselves, but the biker boss, the focus of the baby's cry, fell to his knees as the scream crescendoed inside his skull. The evil man covered his ears, but it wasn't enough. The power of the half-human baby's wail left him sniveling on the ground, praying for the onslaught to stop. When the baby's terrible scream finally did cease, it was replaced by another sound the biker boss was loath to hear. We've got you surrounded. Come out with your hands up. You're totally going to jail, man! Valkyrie, 
Poor Valkyl was focused on something else entirely. Father, breathe! Breathe, Father! Gorgon, the sun. As the skies turned from deepest black to gunmetal gray, the underworldlings knew they had but moments before the first rays of sun hit their skin, forever encasing them in stone. Please, Father, don't leave me again! (coughs) You... You must let go. (coughs) Let go of the hate. Let go of anger. Let it all go. You've got ten seconds to come out, or we're coming in. Ten. No, please. I just got you back. Be a better man than I. Make me proud, son. Nine. No! Valkyl, do not worry. Though your father has ceased to be in the land of the living, that does not mean he is gone forever. What? Eight! Where do you think the dead go? He's... he's in the underworld? Seven! Live your life here. Do as your father wished. We will visit you next year. Now... I must open the portal for us all. Six. Look, the first rays of sunlight are hitting the tops of the trees. I cannot change form. I've been weakened too much. The witch must open the portal. What? She can't do it. She can barely stand up after what she did. Five. I fear we are all doomed then. Did I prove it, Gorgon? Did I prove I was a powerful witch? You did, Trixie. You are a good and powerful witch. Your magic saved us all. Four! I can shield you from the sun. It's what my father would have wanted. I appreciate your kindness, but you cannot shield us from the world. Go, and remember us on Halloween nights. Three! I fear this is the end for us, Baby Jin. At the mention of his name, the half-human baby perked up and looked around. He saw the approaching daylight. And he saw the portal, an otherwise average-looking chunk of concrete the old schoolhouse had used as a foundation. But to the eyes of a powerful underworldling, the magical outline of a door was clear. And Baby Jin was a powerful baby indeed. The portal! He's... he's opened the portal! Ah, the sun! Go! Valkyl, thank you. Zero, okay, we're coming in. Go! I'll see you in a year! That's them, officer! That's who we were telling you about! And so ends one terrible Halloween night in the world above. Trixie, Gorgon, and Lamia looked at each other. Once again, back in the world below, in the land of the dead, where they were safe once more. So, what do we do now? I must return to the Black Forest. I need to heal, and Jim must rest. So, you'll just go back to normal? Who can say what normal is? And now Volsung is out there, making his way to us. 
we will figure out a way forward. As a family. I guess none of us are going back to normal. Can I... Can I come to visit sometime? For the baby. You are always welcome in our home. We owe you a great debt, Gorgon the Goblin. Trixie, you are a strong witch. And we hope to see you again soon. Lamia, wait! So, you really do love Volsung? It wasn't part of your magic? Or whatever? Please visit soon. With that, Lamia disappeared into the darkness of the underworld. Trixie and Gorgon walked together for some time, but eventually came to a fork in the road. One direction her home, one direction his. So, what will we do? I guess we go home. Will we... Do you think we'll ever see each other again? Well, we've got to check on Jin, right? Right, right. Bye, Trixie. Bye, Gorgon. Yes, both Trixie and Gorgon were much changed from their misadventure in the land of the living. In fact, instead of checking the cauldron or cleaning her sister's boots, upon her return home, Trixie merely made her way through her coven's hovel as the other witches stood, their mouths hanging open. Trixie, the young witch with no powers, floated two feet above the ground, all the way into her room, closing her door with a thought. Gorgon, for his part, had some information that his family needed to hear. Where you been all night? What happened to your shirt? You been cooking again? Why are you so strange, Gorgon? You know what? I like me. I like cooking, and I don't really care about gold. And that's fine. If we were all the same, nothing would ever change. Our differences are what make the universe and everything so amazing. So, you can either accept me or you can disown me. But I won't let you bully me into fitting into some small box that you think a goblin should be. Got it? Uh, I, yes. I'm sorry. Now, I'm going to bed, and when I wake up, I'm making mushroom soup. So off to bed for the underworldlings, wounded but still breathing. Above ground, the sun revealed a grisly sight at the ruins of the old schoolhouse. While most of the violent biker gang had not made it back to the old schoolhouse as they ransacked the sleepy town, the biker boss and his accomplice Sturgis lay in the dirt as the police swarmed. Valkyll told the police the whole story, backed up by his new friend Kyle. Finally, Sam emerged from the safety of the minivan parked amid the police cars. Uh, hello? Captain, we got another kid over here. Sam regaled the police with her own story, how she had helped poor Volsung in order to rescue Valkyll, held captive by the biker boss and his biker gang. Conveniently missing from either her or Valkyll's tale was any mention of demons, witches, or goblins. And that's it? You don't have anything else to tell me? What else could there be? We heard reports of a young girl on a broomstick, a green monster with no shirt, and something about a demon baby. You wouldn't know anything about that, would you? Uh, no, sir. <laughs> Sounds like Halloween was pretty adventurous. <laughs> Round here, Halloween's always an adventure. It is true, dear listener. Around here, there's always an adventure to be had. Thank you for listening to our dark tale. 
please remember, for this Halloween and for every year forward, be safe, friends, for when the veil between our world and the one below is torn asunder, you never know who you might meet on this most sacred night of Halloween. Hey, this is Eli. I wrote, directed, and produced this podcast series, and I just wanted to say thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate you taking the time to hear our story. Kids, have your parents help you get to our website, trixieandgorgon.com, where we've got coloring pages, some cool merchandise in the store, and you know, you and your parents can sign up to be emailed when new episodes come out. If you're old enough, you can also follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Just look up Trixie and Gorgon. From the bottom of my heart, thank you so much for listening, and please stick around for the credits. Trixie is played by Katie Roper, and Gorgon is played by Jason Windsor. Jason also plays the characters of Valkyl and Gorgon's goblin brother. Matt Johnson was our narrator, and then Sam, Cassandra, and Billy are all played by Anna Kate Hall. Bullsung, the biker boss, and Sturgis are each played by Scott Giannani, and Andrea Fuller plays the parts of the minivan mom and Lamia. Kyle Glenn plays Kyle, and Selena Persiani is the trick-or-treat mom. All original music was composed by Josh Schroeder. Check out his music on Spotify or on his website. There's thousandsounds.com. That's thousandsounds.com. And he's also got It's Josh Schroeder. That's Schroeder, S-C-H-R-O-E-D-E-R.com. Sound design, mixing, and mastering was all done by the incredible Brian Windsor. You guys, if you want an amazing sound designer, if you're looking for someone to help with your sound project, check out Brian Windsor. For more of his work, go to hapticpolychrome.com. All of the art associated with this podcast, the cover art, the website images, the coloring pages, all of it was done by our amazing creative director, Jason Windsor, who you heard also played a number of parts. Check out more of his work at jasonbwindsor.com. All of these links are going to be in the show notes, so go ahead and check those out. Please take a look at everyone who's been a part of this. Finally, a huge thanks to story consultants Mike Sullivan, Kyle Glenn, and Selena Persiani. If you enjoyed the show, please give us a rating on whatever platform you wish. Wherever you're listening to us, please give us a rating. Tell us what you think. Also, go to our website, sign up for the email notifications, and share this podcast with anyone that you think might enjoy it. We really would appreciate your help just really getting the word out about our show. We hope to do more. Thanks again. Watch for new and exciting things from Trixie and Gorgon in the coming year. And now, finally, one more time, my son with our closing. This has been the Lysol Projections.